Welcome back to Stacking Wood with Josh and Travis Wyman. I'm Travis. I'm in L.A. right now, and Josh is in Burlington, Vermont. And how's it going, Josh? Oh, it's going pretty well. It's still cold up here. We're enduring. We're getting through the winter. I went skiing yesterday. It was very cold, but the, the snow was great. And, uh, yeah, I it was a good day of skiing, but I noticed that one of the edges of my skis uh, was coming out of the ski. So, on oh, one, what kind of skiing? Downhill or cross country? Downhill skiing. Uh, so yeah, one of my edges came out of the ski, so I couldn't grip the snow on that side. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna get a. I think I'm just gonna get a used set somewhere in town uh, mm-hmm. to replace that. But well, yeah. Burlington's an outdoorsy town. I'm sure you could just probably you know knock on someone's door and get a pair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get you actually get a free pair when you move here. It's like they uh, issue them. Yeah, was it so cold your nose got all prickly? Did you wear a neck warmer? I had a thin neck warmer on, and I pulled up over it up over my face just because my face was freezing. Yeah, it was. It, I was dressed for it, but also the chairlift had ice on it that they couldn't get. They couldn't get the sheets of ice off the seats on the chairlift because it's been so cold up here that they just can't get it off. So you had to sit on a sheet of ice. And Mm -hmm. even though you're wearing waterproof pants, it's still a block of ice, you know, you're sitting on. So it was, it was fun, but it's the coldest I've been skiing in a long time. So I've heard there's a place with heated seats. Really? That's what, yeah, I forgot which place that is, but that um, sounds like something they do in Dubai or something in the, in an indoor ski area, you know, with, mm -hmm. All the decadence Well, there. I mean, Stowe, Vermont's pretty close. Yeah. I remember going there in the summer and seeing all the Ferraris on Main Street. Yeah, Stowe, Vermont is kind of like the Dubai of Vermont, I guess. A lot of extravagance. How, how, are, things, how are things in Los Angeles? Good. Yeah, I'm getting back into the flow of things after the holiday season. Um, I'm trying to think of anything crazy that's happened. Like, all the fires are over. The Rams are out of the playoffs, so... You know, there's no more football going on around here. Although the Patriots are still marching right along. They beat, uh, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, the the Patriots beat the Titans, so they're going to play the Jaguars uh, this coming next weekend. Yeah, that's uh, the greatest of all time. Tom Brady's marching forward. You know, they can try to bring him down with scandals, but he's just too good, and he'll never stop <laughs> winning championships. I heard um, the controversy controversy with Tom Brady has been that the owner, Robert Kraft, and Bill Belichick, the coach, and then Tom Brady, there's been like a little f- friction, allegedly, between the three of them because Bill Belichick made Tom Brady's uh, holistic healing man. Um, he restricted his access so he can no longer walk freely through the locker room mm-hmm. the way he could. And I'm just wondering what was the tipping point where Bill Belichick didn't want him around anymore? You know, was he was he <laughs> he like laying crystals on someone's legs as they laid on the floor? Yeah, I and, don't. Uh, yeah, or he he was leading a ohm chant in the middle of the locker room and no one was paying. Like Bill was like, we have to go over this eye formation and this hail mary drill. I want to, and they're all, they're all just humming over by the lockers or something yeah i don't know whatever that um trainer's doing you know must be working either that or bill belichick realizes that uh he's just a very good coach and he doesn't need the holistic guy so (laughs) you never know what's going on behind the scenes with all that stuff 
Yeah, I, w- I would probably kick the holistic guy out too. I I don't think you can. I'm a fan of science and real medicine, and you know, I if it makes you feel good, it's a placebo. Go for it. But I don't I don't think you can replace a cortisone shot in your in your knee to make it feel better. You know, like these guys have some real damage on their bodies, and humming in a corner is not gonna <laughs> give you that instant mm-hmm. feel good. You know, I'm not. A, yeah. I do believe, though, that uh, holistic approaches to health is it's not there is something to it, because if you're like a friend calls you and you're happy, you're going to overall your body will feel better and stronger. I feel like if you're really happy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's, versus if you're if you don't want to get out of bed and you're really sad, I feel like your body isn't going to your your individual cells won't even want to fix your cold or whatever is making you feel bad. <laughs> your colds will be like, oh, I don't feel like it today. The white blood cells just kind of stay <laughs> stay in their corners, you know. Yeah, they. Uh, well, I yeah, I think your attitude can help definitely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, and so I guess there's a pill that can affect that too. So. Mm-hmm. So hey, how about uh, how about Hawaii and that missile warning? Did you hear about that? Oh yeah, yeah. There was a uh, fake alert, or not fake, but everyone got an alert on their phone saying incoming ballistic missile. This is not a, a test, or this is not a drill. Mm-hmm. You saw that, right? Yeah, that's uh, and yeah, that's. Uh, so I saw that. Um, so it turns out it was a government employee. Uh, for the state of Hawaii, hit hit the wrong button uh, and sent out that pre-programmed alert. And the federal government, the military, knew there was no missile almost immediately, but they didn't know how to how to send a message out because the state controls the message outlet. So they didn't know how to send a you know correcting uh, a correct message out. So there was about a half an hour where people thought a missile was going to hit Hawaii. And uh, there were one family, I heard one family went into the sewer to hide. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but. Yeah, there are all kinds of things. Like people were being taken from in buses uh, up to bunkers somewhere. Um, I mean, it was a very authentic drill. Yeah, I don't know. It's a scary time when uh, you're getting missile warnings. Does, does LA more scared because you're, you're closer in range than Vermont is for sure uh, to North yeah, Korea? Well, I'm actually, I'm not scared. And even seeing that thing, I, I do believe it really was just a mix up in Hawaii. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know what, what it is, but I'm not really that stressed about it. What would you do if uh, you did hear you had 15 minutes till a missile hit Los Angeles? What would you do with that? With those 15 minutes, do you think? Should you go to Pink's? <laughs> I don't think I could get to Pink's. Where I am right now, there is like an ice cream shop up the street. Maybe go get a scoop of ice cream. Yeah. Some That's- like dark chocolate in a nice sugar cone. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, mm, yeah, just sit down. So the, maybe call call some loved ones while they eat my ice cream. So the and the, this is like assuming the missile's just going to completely take out Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean that's like the one where I know n- there's no way out. But I don't know. I'd have to try to find an underground place, but I don't know where any are. Well, that's a good question, Josh. I'll try to figure out like if there's some bomb shelter I can drive to quickly in like five minutes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you don't need to worry about it. I was just curious uh, what what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, but no need no need to uh, to be concerned. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. 
Let's see what else is going on. So there was that missile warning. Oh, hey, is that a picture of Ronald Reagan behind you? Yeah, that's a puzzle our grandmother made, and she framed it, and now it's on my wall. Grandma McDonald? Yeah, it's a puzzle. It's probably a thousand-piece puzzle that she put together in the 90s, and then she framed it. And it's Ronald Reagan with the aircraft carrier, the USS Ronald Reagan, behind him, and then some Mm -hmm. fighter jets in front of the sun, uh, like, you know, standing up on end, and then an American flag. It it must be cool having massive aircraft carriers and buildings named after you. Like, I feel like every president now gets a library, right? And uh, I, I know on the UCLA campus, there's a Ronald Reagan hospital. So, yeah. Lots of things named after people. Remember we went to the Ronald Reagan Museum up in Simi Valley, and there's uh, Air Force One is inside the building, and you can walk uh, Yeah, that was funny, though, because it's not... <clears throat> when you go inside that Air Force One, it has the old-fashioned telephones with the cord connected, you know? Mm-hmm. The kind of stretchy, spirally cords. And it's actually not that large inside. Like, I, I think the new one is much more spacious, but that one looked kind of like a normal commercial jet, kind of like a mid-sized jet that you would you would have going from L.A. to Boston, only it was gutted, you know? Mm-hmm. Or not even as big of it as a 747, a little smaller. Yeah, it wasn't uh, as big as now they have a... You know, it's a huge jet, but I think they were just more conservative back then. Uh, government was bare bones. It was, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, it's a different time. Uh, I was just going to say, there's been a lot of snow recently, and I did a little shoveling the other day, and it's great exercise. I, I feel like, um, you know how they always turn manual labor into like an exercise fad i feel like mm-hmm. la could have a snow shoveling studio where they just put uh plastic fake snow in the studio and you just shovel it clean and then more snow falls from the ceiling and then you shovel it clean you know and the mm. yeah and the instructor could be just like a man for, or a woman from new england with the flappy ear hat you know and uh, it'd be a good workout plan, I think. Saying, like, oh, you're almost done now. Nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I'd want you get some real snow. I think maybe if you put it next to the L.A. Kings hockey rink, you could get some real You know how they get the shavings up in the corner? They get a pile of snow. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of the Zamboni, I went and saw UVM University of Vermont hockey game the other night. Uh, and they were playing UMass Amherst. And it was a really fun game. Uh, They've been having a bad season. I think they've only won maybe three or four games, UVM has. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they played them, UMass, to a tie into overtime, and then it was a tie. But uh, it was a great game. There were a couple shots where the puck bounced off the... Wait, wait, wait. So they just... Oh, sorry, sorry. You can keep going. Oh, there were a couple shots where the puck bounced off, uh, you know, the edge of the goal, like the post, and... uh, it was great. Yeah, there were some older fans in our section, and they were uh, talking shit to the refs and stuff. Like, do you need my glasses, ref? And uh, stuff like that, you know. And just some some salty old uh, fans, and it's a great... Diehard Catamount old fans. Yeah, and it's a great uh, arena. I'd never been in there to watch a game, um, but it was really fun. Did anyone uh, grab a octopus and throw it on the ice after a goal or like a dead fish no i mean the students are still out of town or they're getting back to town this weekend but they've been on their christmas break so it was mostly just locals watching the game there were no students 
mm-hmm. and the locals didn't bring an octopus. But it was it's great if anyone's ever up in Burlington and the season's going on. I highly recommend checking out a UVM hockey game. It's a lot of Any, fun. Anybody get checked into the boards or any fights? Oh yeah, uh, no, there were no fights where the gloves and the helmet come off. It came off, um, <clears throat> but a lot of checking. And it was funny. Uh, there was probably three or four power plays, you know, and that's when there's a penalty for high sticking or something, and a player will get ejected from the game so one side is down a player for two minutes and they make them sit in the penalty box you know and it's just a funny tiny little box and a man a full-grown man has to skate over to this little box and just sit in an adult timeout while his teammates struggle to defend the goal without him and he just has and he has to watch so it's a clear box so you have to watch uh it's like penance you know from like yeah it's so funny because technically they could have him just sit on the normal bench with everyone else and then keep track of who it is but it's like no you go in the box you cannot come out (laughs) there must be a reason for that you know it'd be funny if they took it one step further like (laughs) you have to sit in the box but you also have to put like a clown nose on and a big rainbow (laughs) wig and everyone it's like customs in different countries it's like now we do the clown chant (laughs) yeah that's what they they should add more shame to the penalty box because it would maybe deter people from high sticking more if you had to wear a clown wig and then maybe yeah your mom uh tells embarrassing stories about you like over the pa well for the penalty period for two minutes she tells embarrassing stories from your childhood <laughs> like, yeah. and then robbie pissed his pants at his at his birthday party and all. he was 14 yeah, yeah. That'd be- oh i watched a documentary about uh the strongest man competition the arnold classic it's called and that guy from Game of Thrones, The Mountain, was in the documentary. He was one of the guys. He was competing for Iceland. And mm-hmm. then there was a British man and an American man. And they have to eat like eight meals a day, all these competitors, because to get more mass to be strong enough, you know, to lift all these insane amounts of weight. Mm-hmm. They all weigh like high 300s or 400 pounds. Oh, man. The Mountain himself is 6'9", and he's got to be like 400 pounds, but... uh yeah, it's just it was interesting watching these guys get ready for the the competition and um they know it's not healthy to be that big but they some of them like this guy from Great Britain he said he's going to get out of it if he ever he just wants to win one time and then stop because it's not not healthy to be that big and strong, you know. Mhm. Do you remember when we were in high school we used to have that weight room that was a tiny weight room attached to our high school and uh our coach, uh, Mr. Brennan, would always be p- playing C- Creedence Clearwater Revival. So you'd always hear... Rolling, rolling, yeah. rolling on the river. Yeah, you'd hear rolling or you'd hear, Oh, Suzy Q, baby, I love you, Suzy Q. And then you'd hear the weight... And you just hear the weights clanking. And that just... That, I like the way you talk. <laughs> that's still, I like the way you walk. I still... Uh, that still makes me think of lifting weights because I remember I could barely bench press the bar, the 45-pound, you know, uh, barbell. When I was in yeah. seventh grade, I would struggle to bench the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny because our high school was seventh grade through 12th, so there were, like, full-grown men with big beards 
putting up weight that like a 40 year old man could put up and then there were these what were we 13 13 year old kids trying to work out side by side with these full-grown 18 year old guys yeah it's uh the gym the gym is already i don't love going to the gym because you're you're just yeah you're with all these other people and especially back then it was kind of daunting because i could couldn't lift anything so i didn't want to be <laughs> you know i wanted to get better but i didn't want to uh, i didn't mind it but i get sidetracked talking to people mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i uh you know, I wasn't now as an adult. Like, if I were in the NFL or something, I would take it very seriously. But back then, I, uh, you know, I'm a kid and I wanted. <laughs> I wasn't aiming to go to the Olympics or anything. So, yeah, just but, wanted to hang out. But that coach, uh, Mr. Brennan, was a great coach, and he's very inclusive. Even though we couldn't lift anything, he'd come over and give encouragement. And uh, if he ever listens to this, thank you, Mr. Brennan. You were a great coach and a supportive positive guy so thank you very much uh, yeah i think i remember he he told our parents like feed them more eggs <laughs> yeah because we were little we were skinny little bastards i guess uh yeah but uh yeah i remember that I, it's probably still going probably the same say same sized uh weight room there yeah well i hope they expanded a little bit because it was quite tiny uh, One thing I always wanted to try, but I never got the chance, were those little wooden pegs you stick into metal holes to climb up the wall. Mm-hmm. That just looked like something out of a Bruce Lee movie, like, if you could do that. Yeah, there were some old school equipment in that place, too, like the neck strengthening uh, harness. You put a little, it was like a leather strap that you put on your head, and then it had a chain hanging down below your chin about probably 10 inches, and you put a weight on that, and then you just move your head around, and it would strengthen your neck. It was for football players, uh, yeah. but it looked like medieval torture equipment, uh, some of it. You could probably just fill up two, like instead of barbells, fill up two milk jugs with water mm-hmm. and do stuff with those, you know? Yeah, you could uh, do that. Do some rocky type stuff. I should, for the new year, I should start going for runs again and stuff like that. I really haven't done that since I've been out in L.A. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll walk around, but um, the funny thing is you're supposed to ease into it, you know, because I'm... I'm the kind of person where I'll just try to start like, oh, I'll just go for a long run. <laughs> That's, you know, I'll just jump back in. Mm-hmm. And then after like a couple miles, like a knee will feel a little tweak or something. I'll go, oh, no. Oh, no. Now I'm too far away from the house, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I think, starting with like, if you used to run and you're used to it, I think starting with a mile a day is like very doable, you know? Just mm-hmm. to go around, just go around the block or whatever. Just do it every... I think doing it every day is better than doing, like, five miles one day and then nothing further. Well, there was one guy in this, um, for the Arnold Classic, for the documentary I was watching, and I forgot what country he's from, but he's, like, there, Michael Jordan. Like, he's won it a bunch of times, and he's he, in the documentary, he's 40 years old, so... You know, he's kind of the oldest competitor, but he's still really good. And I actually haven't finished the documentary yet, so I don't know if he wins or not. But uh, he's, he's very good. And they said, one of the commentators were talking about, they said, old man strength is real, you know, like because he's been doing these very specific strongest man competition type motions for a long time, maybe like two decades. 
So to him, it seems normal to do those things, you know? Yeah. And his body is really used to the shock of it. It's not a shock anymore. He's like a hermit crab that's just been (laughs) (laughs) moving this way for so long. And uh, so I feel like, yeah, it's the same way with anything. If you just slowly ease into it, your body will be like, at first your body will be like, oh, this sucks. What are you doing? What are you doing to me? Mm -hmm. Hey, cut it out. And then after a few weeks it'll just be like oh i guess we're, i guess we're doing this now mm-hmm. i guess this is us now <laughs> you know yeah your body can adapt pretty quickly to whatever yeah. stress you put it under i think mm-hmm. uh you know it just has to be proportional to where you're at if you just if you can walk yeah. if you're into walking just walk around i don't know it doesn't need Except to be a lot like breaking cinder blocks with your hands like i don't I still have trouble believing that people are really doing that without pre-sawing the cinder block somehow. Oh, yeah. Like, how does that really work? Can you really toughen up your hands that much that you can break bricks and everything? I, break boards? I think that I think it's a magic trick. <laughs> yeah, I think... They, <laughs> do you think so? I think they... I feel like we should have somebody on here that can actually do that, and then we could have them do it in front of either me or you, and then we can see for ourselves like if i get to pick the board you know like i'll pick a board as long as it's the right thickness you know yeah a real two by four yeah there is a i saw a school i drive by a school some days and i see them in there practicing so i don't know if it's the type of martial arts school where they can break boards but maybe i'll uh go in next this coming weekend and see if i can get someone to do that because i think that'd be pretty fun i might just i'll bring my phone to record it or something is um could you go in for a free class? Uh, maybe I, I got a flyer for a free like one of those hot sweltering yoga classes in the mail, but I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. Yeah, but it might be good. I don't know. Yeah, our brother Sam's into hot yoga lately. He's been uh, doing that a lot, and he seems to like it. Can't you? It's funny though. Can't you just? <clears throat> you could do yoga at your house and just put a bunch of coats on. Yeah. Just get really hot. And then, I mean, that'd be hot. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you could do that. You could simulate it at your house. You could turn the shower on, hot water, and just go in there and meditate. uh, Do Mm. some. Well, that'd take a lot of hot water. Do some child. Josh, come on. Get real here. That'd take a lot of hot water. I'll just, I'll use as much water as I want. We have a big lake of water next to us. Water is not. You guys are water rich? There's no water scarcity up here, boy. We got a ton. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be knocking on your door if if we uh, if the drought goes um, a bunch more years here. I'm going to pull up with a Mad Max truck <laughs> and knock on your door and be like, you're water now. Yeah, and I'd be like, okay, Travis, do you want to have dinner? Me and Maddie and Jack will be all dusty with leather coats on and be like, we need your water now. <laughs> so have you turned, would you guys turn evil? Is that, is this, that's the premise that you? Well, by then we wouldn't think we were we would just be that is who we are that is the world you're just gonna take my water well that's people people don't think they're evil josh they just think you know that's the way of the world and that's who they are i think like that's true yeah that's yeah if you were to ask an insane person like we would say charles manson is insane but to him he probably just thought that he was like i don't know whatever he was doing it was the right thing to do yeah he believed in his own bullshit. And of course, you know, yeah, we don't agree with him, but I don't at least. Yeah, now he's dead, yeah. so. Yeah. Goodbye, Charlie. 
Of course, but actually you, um, that handwritten letter you sent me uh, the other day, that actually, you know, you started to almost turn me, Josh, with all those thoughts you scribbled down. Sometimes your writing was almost incoherent, but other times it was clear <laughs> enough that I could read what you were writing. Oh, about. yeah. And you, about uh, technology taking down mankind and, uh, you know, how it's going to rot out civilization from the inside. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I... I haven't sent you any of those. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, anyways, have you, have you burned any wood lately? Speaking of stacking wood, um, have you had any bonfires up in Vermont? Has anyone had, like, a woodsy uh, get-together at a farmhouse or anything? Um, no, I... Let's see. No, I've been to uh, my girlfriend's parents' house. We had a fire around the holidays. They have a wood stove. Uh, but no, I haven't. I haven't been to a bonfire since the, we made that one around Christmas uh, down in mm-hmm. New Hampshire. So I would like to though. I love a bonfire. Yeah, they're fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, yeah. The snow's been really nice. Uh, Let's see, there's been some flooding, though, up here, uh, because it was 50 degrees, mm-hmm. I think, Friday. Friday, I think it was really warm, so all the ice on the rivers melted, and then these sheets of ice, like ice flows, were flowing down the Lamoille River, and, oh, yeah. which is nearby river uh, by Smuggler's Notch, and then the ice was damp, creating a dam, you know, like the chunks of ice would go up on end, and it would make like an ice wall, like in Game of Thrones, or something like that, and all the water was starting to flood some roads, so driving back from skiing, uh, half of a road was shut down for flooding and it's still uh it's still concerning people because flooding was a big problem uh, a few years back and it washed away some homes and things so uh yeah vermont yeah that's the one tricky thing you have so many rivers and everything you can flood easily Mm -hmm. um but i remember last time that it happened really bad there were actually so many people with private tractors and bulldozers and everything they were able to chip in and fix the roads really quickly yeah Mm mm-hmm Oh, have you been to that pizza place in a while? No, some friends are leaving town, though, and they had a party last night. And uh, we had some pizza from Papa Frank's Pizza, which was it was really good. And you, you know uh, what my favorite pizza is in New England? What's that? Just because of uh, we went there when we were little was uh, is Pizza Bills in Northfield. Oh, yeah. Massachusetts. Northfield, Massachusetts, right? Yep, that's right. And it has this old Star Wars game in the back uh, where you sit and you're kind of flying in a X-Wing. And it's just kind of, it must have been made in the late 70s, early 80s, because it's just lines <coughs> of, of pillars that you're flying around and shooting squares off the pillars. And it's, it's really fun. But inside that place, Bill, who owns the pizza place, I think he, he's Greek and he... Um, he has all these old like 70s Michelob beer kind of mirrors on the walls and that kind of wood laminate you'd see on the inside of places like bars in the 70s and it's just like a time capsule if you walk in there mm-hmm. it's really cool I went in there last winter and it's the same as it always was and and Bill we called him Pizza Bill he's still in there and, and he just started talking to me and I was with uh our friend Lucas and he just kind of talked to us about all kinds of things and uh, sat down with us actually at one of the booths. We were the only two in there. Yeah. But it's just this great crunchy crust and like a greasy kind of 
pizza that I, I just really like. You should go there. Oh, yeah, you're reminding me. I haven't had it in probably a decade. I, I need to go to Pizza Bill's. Yeah, next time you're down around Keene or in Swansea, you, you should make the trip. What's your favorite pizza in Los Angeles? Would it be garage pizza, do you think, or um, village pizzeria? Oh, village is good in a thin way, but, yeah, I think garage. Yeah. Garage is good. Oh, I love garage. There aren't a whole lot of them out here. Yeah. Uh, garage is good. Also, there's that one um, over in West Hollywood, you know, right before Beverly Hills. Oh, is that a village also? I think that might be mm-hmm. another village. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Love it. Though. I should make another one. I was getting into making my own when I was back in uh, Boston. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you should do it. Yeah. Would you just do it on, would you get one of those stones or would you just do it on a cookie sheet? Just a cookie sheet. Yeah. And sometimes they make the dough, but sometimes you just get a ball of it. You know, they'll have it sitting refrigerated in the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just kind of fun. I try to toss it, but I'm bad. I can't really toss it. I just kind of pound it. Spread that dough. Would you ever go off Facebook for a while? I would. I actually never have. I'm not that active on it, but I definitely don't, wouldn't want to have an Alexa in my house. Because I've heard in the news that some people have been reporting over the holidays, because a lot of people gave them to each other, mm-hmm. that sometimes... Alexa, the little light blue light will flash, indicating it's listening, but no one has said Alexa's name. So, and then Amazon answered uh, that thing that people were saying by saying said that Alexa isn't that smart yet. So she accidentally turns on sometimes, maybe. Uh, but you know, you never know what's going on. If like somebody at Amazon for fun just likes listening to different houses or. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I just would rather not have a microphone in my house that can record everything I say. Yeah, and we already are, our cell phones can already listen to us. You know, if you unknowingly allow an app to access the microphone and you don't mm-hmm. read all the fine print, like our phones can just record what we're saying. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it's not. Um, yeah, there's really not any privacy anymore, and we're living in a uh, Orwellian future that is. Uh, we're heading towards the abyss so uh, <laughs> no i don't think so <laughs> but um, i like watching netflix convenience is mm-hmm. yeah i won't go into amazon we talk about it why do we talk about amazon so much it's because i don't it, know they're in the news a lot it affects our lives that's why yeah. we talk about things that affect our lives. you know what's satisfying to me that has nothing to do with amazon Chopping wood. I love just doing something that's kind of mindless like that, that's repetitive, but you get better at it slowly, like lawn darts or throwing a hatchet at a log or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lawn darts are really fun. They need they need to make a comeback. Yeah. I like skipping stones. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> Do you remember uh, the Ninja Turtles had a uh, tour... Uh, a live tour when we were little kids that we wanted to go see and it was just guys going around in Ninja Turtle outfits on a stage but their pads weren't the normal color they were like glitter they were bedazzled yeah and and the little some guy was in a Master Splinter costume and I think we had the album that's how I knew all the songs but he had one song called Skipping Stones that was the big song that Splinter sang, and it was like skipping stones, skipping stones, and he, suddenly he didn't sound like the Splinter voice from the cartoon anymore. It sounded like a professional singer, just like soulfully singing about skipping stones. Yeah, I, I, they probably just commissioned the lead singer, with Brett Michaels from Poison, to sing. Uh, 
sing for Splinter or something like he ghost sang or it sounded like a real yeah. rock star. It sounded like an I 80- should look it up. Yeah, yeah, because I I don't know what happened to that album, but that was a really it's really funny looking back on it that they're like we're gonna market the shit out of the Ninja Turtles. We're gonna <laughs> have a live tour where they sing as a rock band, even though in the cartoon they're not a rock band. They're just you know these uh, mutated turtles that are very muscular. And uh, walk around <laughs> naked, <laughs> except for knee pads and elbow pads on. Yeah. They yeah. Well, I mean, they don't have any anatomy that would require them to wear pants. You know, I guess mm-hmm. I don't. They can. They're tucked up into their shells. So I always did think, like looking back on it, it is gross. Though they were walking barefoot in the sewers. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is a little gross. I mean, that's just asking for it. Mm-hmm. Walking. Walking down in a sewer, especially because they're amphibians, so their their skin's even more sensitive to what they're stepping in. It's not, you know, like a frog. If you if you put a frog in some alcohol, it will soak the alcohol through its skin because uh, that's how it it gets water that way. You know? <laughs> do you do that up in Burlington? You get a bullfrog and you dip its little foot in some IPA. No, I'm not into animal cruelty. I just. Uh, I, I mean, well, maybe... I don't know if that would be cruelty if you just dipped his toe. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a great uh, great weekend. Yeah, he, he would probably... That would probably be good, just a little foot. Yeah, if you just toe. dip the tiny toe of the bullfrog, he'd be like, oh, my God, I feel great. And you know what? I'm just going to sit on all the pads I wanted to sit on and, you know? Yeah. Just... Yeah. I wonder if animals do like getting drunk, you know? Yeah, I don't know. They probably like it to a certain or high. Probably a certain level. Uh they'd enjoy it. I mean, cats like catnip and that's getting high uh for them. Do you like to party? Yeah, boy. That's actually a uh that's not a beer, that's a seltzer. Yeah, you're ripping seltzers. You've had like three seltzers since we started. Yeah, well, I get dehydrated. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're keeping hydrated out there in that hot climate. I'm looking forward to coming out in a couple weeks. It'll be nice. Yeah, it was in the... Oh, what were you going to say? Oh, it'll be nice to see some sunshine. It's been quite dark up here, except for today. The the sun broke through, and that was nice, but it was like zero degrees, so uh, it was... uh, (laughs) You could look at the sun. Yeah, you got to be careful. You get that mood disorder. You should go... Is there a tanning bed nearby that's connected to a laundromat? There is a tanning bed. And I was talking about doing it, but uh, some people were telling me, no, you'll get skin cancer. But I was saying, going to that tanning bed is the same as laying in the sunshine. And I haven't had sunshine in a while. So, yeah, I think it's fine. It's uh, Is it the same? Yeah, I think it's roughly the same. It's a UV radiation, right? Ultraviolet. Well, how is that different from those happiness lights people buy in Alaska? I don't think it's different. Do those can those tan you also? Well, I, I know, I know in Siberia they expose the school children to basically a tanning bed light so that they'll get some vitamin D. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just go get a speedo. Get those little goggles you put on. Yeah, I mean, I I don't the Doctor Robotnik sunglasses. Yeah, I, I'm not. I've never done it before, and I. I, I didn't like the whole culture of the tanning beds, but I think I, I might do it just because I think it will make me feel like I've been out in the sun. 
I think, you know, what would be fun is, uh, you know, the, uh, the the Russians will take a chainsaw to the ice and dunk themselves down in the water while holding on to a two-by-four. Mm-hmm. You should go do that. Well, actually, speaking of that, I am going to be jumping into the into Champlain for the third time for the Penguin Plunge for Special Olympics Vermont. It's a fundraiser for Special Olympics Vermont, uh, which my girlfriend works for, and that's coming up in uh, February. And, yeah, we're going to jump into Lake Champlain. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. How does that feel when you do that, when you go in the icy water? It's very shocking, and all the uh, blood rushes to your core, so it's hard to walk. Uh, your legs feel stiff, and it's it, you you feel like you're walking in slow motion out of the water after you dive in. Oh, because the muscles aren't firing as quickly as they could? Yeah, you just feel really stiff, and like your legs don't want to react the way you want them to. But then once you're up on shore uh, running you get the blood moving again and it's, and then you go back to a really hot tent they heat these tents up to like 80 degrees so you go back into the hot tent and you f- and change into your dry clothes immediately so you're only really cold for maybe two minutes all right um yeah so i think we covered a lot i learned a lot about what's going on with you you learned a little bit about what's going on with me so this has been a pretty good talk, and this has been Stacking Wood with Josh and Travis Wyman. That's about it for now, but we'll see you next time, all right? All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Uh. Yeah.